Hello and welcome to the Hitbox, River Radio's Tuesday night gaming show. My name's Tom and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Gabriel and Billy. Boys, how are we? Gabriel, Billy, good week? Very good week, yes. Uh, recovering from a weekend in Glasgow, actually. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, really Tell good. Tell us more. Tell us more. Uh, so went over there with work, had a sort of marketing meeting. Very and nice. it was just really nice to go there. I've never been there before. And Glasgow, regardless of what anyone has ever told you about it before, <laughs> having just been there, I actually really like it. So did there you, we did go. Did you go anywhere, uh, anywhere funky, anywhere cool? Any recommendations to make in terms of places? I went to an amazing pasta, rest, uh, pasta restaurant. I The name escapes me. Um, it's four letters. It's something like Soho. It, it's like right. that kind yeah. of word. Uh, really recommend that. Pubs are endless, like amazing pubs. If you love a good classic pub, they're in uh, immense supply in Glasgow, <laughs> I, shall oh, we I say. Bet, I bet. Billy, have yeah. you ever been to Glasgow before? I have not, no. I'm with you there, yeah. Did you have a good week anyway, even if you yes. didn't go to Glasgow yourself? Yeah. Yes, I did. Did you get up to much uni work, I'd imagine? Uh, yeah, yeah. Finishing up soon, so just, just working on that. Very nice, very nice. Okay, so tonight's show, guys, we're starting off with the Hitbox Highlights. Just as a quick explanation as to what the Hitbox Highlights is, we each take to the table or take to our... Uh, our podiums to present to one another <laughs> a cool gaming fact is the best way that I can uh, just let well explain it. That could be you know a, an interesting insight into a statistic uh, related to gaming, or it could be you know a hidden feature of a game or a, a unique story, for example. Anything that just has that sort of wow factor is what we're looking for. And then once everyone's said or you know shown each other what they're hitbox highlight is we we vote on it and hopefully this week i will actually claim at least one at least one point that would be nice and maybe i can actually win something for the first time ever on uh, the hitbox but we, we shall see I, what, I do think, <laughs> uh, what do you think gabriel what do you think given the track record i'm not hopeful but you know what <laughs> mate you might get the sympathy vote now it, it sounds way. like you guys are win trading against me you're just gonna vote for, <laughs> what? Vote no. for each other uh, <laughs> Now I'm, I'm sort of guilt tripping you into voting for me this week. That's my plan. Uh, <laughs> ah, I see. <laughs> so after that, greatest games of 2019 is our discussion topic today. We're getting very, very close to the end of this long saga that we've been going through. 2019, just before COVID. So it seems, still seems like a, a mile away, but we're getting very close now. Um, not much to really say on, on it in particularly, other than, again, great fantastic games games that have you know i i'd still still current or newish uh today especially a few i know gabriel you're you're still playing a few that have come out this year uh, and I, I know there's one in particular that you have up on your on your top five but i won't go into detail any further and then after that we finish off the show with our weekly news roundup gabriel and billy both give me two pieces of information slash news that they've found or seen throughout the week just to give us a a bit of an insight really into into anything newsworthy in the past week so guys i can't remember who started last week or last time we did hitbox highlights um over a month ago i'm gonna pick billy you can start okay so i've, I've got a i think a quite an interesting one so 
obviously you guys are, uh, are familiar with like Mario because it, it's it's Mario. If you're not familiar with it, I'm slightly yeah, surprised. I'm, I, I, please, I, I, Mario, I, I, please tell yeah, us. Please enlighten us. So, <laughs> uh, no, no. So something I found out really recently, uh, you know the guy who voices Mario, a guy called Charles Martinet. Um, right. There was a big hullabaloo, hullabaloo um, a few months ago about him not voicing Mario in the Mario movie. He voices a character, like another character in another really big video game. Can you guys guess who it is? Oh God, it's so many. I guarantee I have you have both played this. Can I ask a question? Does the character that he plays in this other game evoke quality, similar qualities to Mario? Like not, get- not at all. <laughs> okay, okay. Mm. God, like it, it is. It is like the least Mario character that I like. I was like, this is this cannot be the same person. I was so surprised. I'd love to have a guess, but I just wouldn't really know what to. To look out for in terms of is it something from the call of duty series or is it is it yeah can we have a, a clue uh what genre is, game... is the game in what genre uh, is it is an rpg Ooh. it is an rpg that i know for a fact you have both played <laughs> uh i'm gonna kick myself when i don't when i inevitably don't guess this um, i don't wanna, I, mean, you... I don't want to just blind guess it i, I, I want to have a I doubt you'll kick yourself. You're, I think you're going to be very surprised that it's the same person. Go for it, Billy. <laughs> tell, tell us. Enlighten us. Uh, it's, it's Parthenax, who is the dragon who lives on top of the mountain in Skyrim. <laughs> really? Wow. Yes. See, I would have... You, you're going to put me in jail, right? And you could have told me, guess guess a character slash thing from a game and you get and the, the same character voices Mario, whatever. I would never... I would have never guessed that in my entire... In my entire I know, because like... If, if anyone listening isn't familiar with like Parthenax as a voice, he's like this really deep, gravelly, rah, I'm a dragon voice. Yeah. And then there's Mario who's like, it's a me, it's Mario. <laughs> it's like the, the, the contrast just struck me is, is quite amusing. I was like, that that cannot be the same person, but uh, apparently it is, which is just I can now amazing. just imagine them making Skyrim and being like, oh, let's let's have a brainstorm as to who we, what voice actor, right, that's, that's good with gaming. Who can we bring in to, to to portray this mean, scary dragon? Right. Oh, let's 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 pick the guy who voices Mario. Yeah, that's perfect. Sweet. Sign him up. Exactly. That is that is cool. I'm I'm impressed. If anything, it's a good fact. Yeah, I, I'm 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 satisfied with that one, Billy. I'm not gonna lie. So, go so what have you got then? Yeah, yeah I, I was gonna say Gabriel. I, I can go last, or I can go now, Gabriel. I'll just I'll let you decide. I'll, I'll jump in. I'll sure. jump in. Go for it. So for those that don't know, right now on Netflix, you can watch, well, there's actually a movie and a series all about the amazing work that SpaceX has done on revolutionizing space travel. And I really recommend you watching it. This bears sim- kind of relation to my facts, and you might be a bit confused to why I'm bringing <laughs> this up. No, I like but basically... It, I like it. It's really put me in an intergalactic mood and therefore my contribution to Hitbox Highlights is in light of this. Now, believe it or not, despite space travel still feeling like somewhat of a phenomenon, humans have still found a way to bring gaming into space. Way back in 1993, the Game Boy's Tetris was the first ever game played in space. It came aboard the Soyuz TM-17 rocket meeting, the MIR space station. Russian cosmonaut Serebrov A. Alexander was the first to play it. 
Uh, I don't know what you guys think about that as a fact, but I thought it was... Intergalactic uh, gaming. Pretty yeah, cool. that's, that's pretty cool. It is. Uh, I, I sort of knew this already, though, because when I was researching my fact, I found out that the Game Boy was the, the first games console in space. I was like, oh, that's, that's a cool thing. And I almost went for that fact instead, which would have been oh. so ironic. That would have been hotly <laughs> contested, that. You'd have to vote for each other, though, otherwise you'd just be kind of proving <laughs> your own fact was uh, was crap. So uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys didn't do that. Mm. No, that's cool. Um, it is cool. 1993, did you say it was, Gabriel? 1993. Wow. Long just... time ago. I'm just the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's interesting. I do like that fact. I wonder, I'm, I'm going to get really deep here, but I wonder what the last game in space where, will, will be played. Do you reckon it will be uh, some mad virtual reality game in, a, in the you know far future <laughs> or... We'll be in the metaverse by then, probably. Yeah, so yeah. God knows. <laughs> or everyone will be living in space anyway, and it's gaming in space will just be uh be normal, the normal. by then. Yeah. No, no, I know it'll be. I'm surprised no one it'll obviously be a re-release of Skyrim because it'll be re-released on everything forever. But yeah, it'll be be Skyrim the 1407th edition on the uh yeah. IP one zero zero million space yeah. rocket. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not Skyrim, it'll be Doom because Doom is ported to everything ever forever. But you can just play Surely people will be playing Doom in real life now and they'll just be on spaceships running around <laughs> shooting shooting alien demon things, right? That's how our future... Well, I'm sort of hoping that we don't go to war with the demons of hell when we get to <laughs> space, no. Yeah, give it a few hundred years until I'm uh, until I'm free of this planet, yeah. Then you can do your, <laughs> your demon fight and stuff. Right, I'm, I'm going to bring us all down to earth here. Uh, with, with my oh very into... well very well <laughs> yeah. said there Tom yeah, we tra- like that <laughs> that transition was nice uh, that that, that <laughs> says bonus points <laughs> oh I'm actually not only am I bringing you down to earth I'm actually bringing you back into the past technically as well into a, a game Ooh. set in World War Two and that is Battlefield Five so my fact relating to Battlefield Five is that um, when you play as a soldier in, in this game, you have the choice of using the M1 Garand, and that's pretty common. Uh, America, I'm pretty sure it's an American-engineered semi-automatic rifle, I think, as best as being described. Hopefully you guys know which one I'm on about. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you. this is all relevant to, to the information that I'm about to give you. You reload it from the top by taking your cartridge, putting it down through an open thing in the top and, and pressing it down in and then pulling back to reload it. So yeah. in in this in the game of uh, Battlefield 5, you actually have a very rare, very, very rare chance of um, getting something called the Garand Thumb. Now, the Garand Thumb, yeah, it's, it's weird, Billy. I saw your face there giving me a look of uh, <laughs> confusion. The Garand Thumb is actually not just a, a terminology used in this game. During World War II and whenever the M1 Garand was used after that or before that, I'm not too sure on uh, the history behind it. Uh, when you actually put the cartridge into the top of the gun, sometimes the the cover would actually snap back into place, covering the top of the cartridge too well too quickly or quickly enough that it would actually hit and uh, and crack into your thumb when which you were placing down into the top of the gun now that's not actually well i can imagine it hurts a lot uh, and a lot of people that have used these guns still still to this day because the m1 garand's a, a showcase gun 
uh, you call it the oh yeah, I've got the Garand Garand thumb because they've been clipped by this uh, this piece. So yeah, in in this game, very very rarely you actually see the animation of the guy loading the the cartridge into the top of the Garand and actually getting his thumb uh, his thumb stuck even. Uh, and uh, obviously wheeling away in pain and shaking his shaking his hand, and I'm pretty certain you actually lose or have the chance of losing some HP whilst doing this. So I'm just I'm I'm laughing at the fact that you could come out of a fight, end up trying to reload, being at one HP in this game, and that's <laughs> and you know having the uh, one, in a, one in a thousand, yeah one in a thousand percent chance one in a thousand chance sorry of. Uh, getting the Garand thumb and it, it actually finishing you off and you just flopping to your, your ragdoll state as you die uh, due to a gun failure, which I think is hilarious. But it is. I, it's, it's classic it's, battlefield, it's, isn't I it? I know, I know. And it's, it's something that you've obviously can tell the developers are obsessed with, with you know, the, the guns and everything, as they should be creating a, a game like Battlefield. But just the historical accuracy for me is is so interesting how they bother just to animate it and, and and code the the losing of the hp and everything like that into the game i you know whether it be a um an easter egg or or something that happens or you know what i'm trying to say anyway i, I still think it's i still think it's a good little fact That's cool and it's just yeah the historical accuracy and the fact that it's actually quite a common accident to happen in real life too i think those two combined is is something really interesting so yeah there's my uh, hitbox highlight. I hope you like. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Now, the hard part. We all have to vote for Ooh. who we think is the winner this this week. Yeah. So I'm going to give you guys a second to to think about it. I'm going to go straight in and go with Gabriel's um, intergalactic gaming fact. I, I reckon that's really, you know, it's a it's a cool fact that you remember and take on and actually tell other people in, in the future i'm going to go down well i'm going to go back home and uh and, and tell my dad that fact as soon as we finish recording so that's that's why i'm going to give it my vote nice cool i think i'm gonna to have to go with your fact tom oh, i found that really interesting <laughs> we're halfway there boys we're halfway there <laughs> we are indeed halfway there oh, why do you find it interesting i'd love to know i'd, I'd is it something are you interested in? The uh, old... I, I think it's partially because I accidentally spoiled myself on Gabriel's fact while I was researching. Okay, I'll take. I'll still take that. I'll take that. Uh, there you go. So, so Gabriel, the deciding vote. Wow, what a privilege! Yeah. I well, mean, you can't vote for yourself is our usual rule. I know. So, so that's that is the. Uh, Be a that good is, Samaritan, well, Gabriel. You can you can either give Tom the win or you can throw us into chaos by making. It <laughs> <up>. <laughs> well, I think. It, it is good because I I was actually going to vote for Tom's yes. anyway. Right. However, but I must admit, Billy's fact I think wowed me more. Yeah. However, because I'm really geeky about this kind of stuff and I I am a sucker for detail, I think that that you know that battlefield fact is just brilliant. I can't believe I've actually succeeded in <laughs> one of these games, guys. I'm I'm over the moon. That. <sighs> What can I say? Words cannot describe how how <laughs> how great I'm feeling right now. I'd like to dedicate this to uh, to you guys. Yeah, medal will be in the post, Tom. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Absolutely brilliant. 
okay whilst i uh sort my ego out and <laughs> and, and celebrate quietly by myself um this this victory of mine we're going to move on to greatest games of 2019 and i know i mentioned it in the in the in the warm up for today's show what a year guys can you can you agree with me this this it, it just keeps on getting better in my opinion the the amount of games and the quality of the games coming out is just absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, I was really surprised because I was like, "Oh, it, it, we're getting more modern. I'm going to have less and less of these games." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, I've got a whole bunch of these games." <laughs> no, I do remember. I do remember you mentioning you were you were worried at the fact that you played or generally pay, played older games, but yeah, e- even still, looking at looking at these, the amount of the amount of games coming out that that have just absolutely blown my socks off is is ridiculous. What about I, you, Gabriel? I annoyingly have to disagree because wow. oh, okay. and okay. it is a bit of a curveball. And I remember early on you mentioned um certain games I might be interested in, but generally speaking, I just I just didn't play really any of these games that much, other than the standard oh. ones that you <laughs> can already guess that I played. The casual gamer. Hmm. Yeah, it, it, this was a classic case of casual gaming for me in the sense that I looked at a lot of these titles and although I'd heard of them, although I know they're very good games, most of them I didn't actually get around to playing or putting in enough time for me to really say, oh, this was one of my favourite games of the year. Uh, but having said that, you know, there, there are some very clear, big and very good yeah. titles. It's yeah. just, yeah, I no, didn't that's play That's fair them. enough. There's, there's no problem being uh, being a casual gamer in the year of 2019. As long as you uh, as long as you can give credit where credit is due in some of these games, and you definitely can. So I'm just going to go through a bunch of them and trying to convince you, Gabriel, that this, this year is absolutely fantastic. Game called Control. I don't even know whether you've heard of that. That was absolutely brilliant. I played that. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was an absolutely fantastic game. I've been playing that lately again. I still, yeah. I, still, I still haven't finished it. And I'm like, no, I forgot how great it. this game is. It, it's so good. I'm, I think I'm about it's... halfway through. I pick it up here and there. It's downloaded on my computer, actually. So I do need to go and pick that up again. Yeah, I was playing it literally this morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's it's fantastic. Yeah. And I, this is a big one for you, Gabriel, in my opinion. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, not because of the game. Well, I say not because of the game itself, but because of the the game mode on this game is is what's so. Um... Yes, but Tom, I have to interject here because actually, Warzone wasn't, and and I hope that's what you're referring to. Yeah, I yeah, I am. yeah, no, look like I an am. idiot here. But that wasn't actually released or added to the game until 2020. Was it not? No, unfortunately wow. not. And I think that's partially on me because I remember speaking about this with you and, and, and talking about Warzone. But actually, I, I did my research and Warzone wasn't released till later. And therefore, oh, that's it's actually enough, just the base game that, that, that we're talking about here for this year. Oh, uh, that, that's that surprised me. I, 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 obviously, I've been playing both both the Warzone and the game itself. Yeah, I'm surprised that it came out in 2020. That's that's cool. Mm. Um. Other than that, though, you know, Metro Exodus, Devil May Cry 5, uh, Monster Monster Hunter World, Iceborne, Borderlands 3, Rage 2, uh, Sekiro, Shadows, Shadows Die Twice, Death Stranding, slightly questionable. We, we, we move. Uh, the Outer Worlds, absolutely fantastic game. I love that. Although it was way, way quicker or the, the, the campaign went way quicker than I thought it would be. 
Apex Legends, that's absolutely blowing up still. Gears 5, Mortal Kombat 11, so many, so, so, so many. I'm going to give you uh, a few more from the uh, the critically acclaimed list that I've got here. I've got Red Dead Redemption 2 on my list here. Now, I'm pretty sure that, was that released in 2019? No, no, that's 2018. Yeah, 2018. so I've got that listed. I've got that listed here for some reason. I think that was because it was released on PC, and it actually had a one of the highest scores um, in mm-hmm. 2019. Either so, that yeah. or an expansion pla- uh, pack such yeah. as online took yeah. it up. The the yeah, it says Windows release, so I'd imagine it's the the Windows version of Red Dead Redemption <laughs> Two. Mm-hmm. That's obviously just goes to show you how how, how brilliant that game is still. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, Definitive Edition. Um, that came out of the Nintendo Switch this year. That's got the highest average score of Metacritic uh, in, in all the games that were released this year. Resident Evil 2, I've mentioned Sekiro. Final Fantasy, I don't even know which number that is. I'm not going to bother trying. <laughs> 14, uh, I think it's one of the, the expansions because it's the online RPG one. X1V, yeah, that's 14, isn't it? Yeah, Shadowbringers. Yeah. That was Windows and PlayStation 4. Disco Elysium, uh, I've mentioned all the rest. I think Tetris Effect, that's uh, a Windows. That's got 90 out of 100 Metacritic score. Yes, so many, so, so many good games. Other than that, can anyone... You, you surely by now, guys, you know what the highest grossing game is going to be. You know, we've we've basically got into pattern here at which which sort of games are going to be producing the most amount of revenue each year i'd be very disappointed if we didn't we didn't get this one right is it Fortnite? yes yeah good fantastic i finally i've every time i've chipped in early and got it wrong and finally (laughs) it's it's paid off there we go there we go we're we're learning that's what that's what it's all about yeah (laughs) that Fortnite just unbelievably 3.7 billion dollars in revenue this wow. year absolutely crazy i think it's slightly less than 2018 but that's not to put shame on it in any way shape or form PUBG's next 1.7 billion dollars uh, again all so many i think it's the top top five games were all published by tencent or wow. have tencent have a uh have a share in its pub publication just i just find it interesting how battle royales all of a sudden just blew up all at once all of a sudden you know you go back so far obviously we've had similar games to that are kind of battle royale style but it's just post PUBG's release it's just gone boom you know what I mean yeah I'd imagine it's got something to do with just the obviously it's the popularity of the games released before it you know Mm. you see PUBG being released Fortnite being released and then all these other games Apex Legends this year released very similar in ways to to the previous um, Battle Royale games I think it's just it's all very trend related Uh, maybe maybe the whole idea of the fact game game makers can build these massive maps and internet's good enough to to put 100 players in a, a lobby together and, and everything like that the servers are running well enough and there's good enough game design to to manage and produce and balance these massive big rules that you see in these these games now i reckon it's got sort of a, a mix of all these different things leading to the reason why they're so popular now i'd imagine in terms of best-selling games in uh, in the UK specifically, 
looking at the trends of the pre past past years, can anyone guess what's number one? This is Ooh. in the UK only. Uh, Think about what we've had number one in the UK specifically last few times. Oh, is, is it another FIFA? Of course, yeah. Of course, FIFA 20. I I think it will be like this every single year. I'd like to see when FIFA would actually drop off the the podium spot for the UK. But every single time, it absolutely wipes the floor. You say every... every, You're saying like we're doing this again but we're only, we're only doing this one more time because uh next time it's 2020 and 2020 no, the last year I, I think i think what i meant by that was sort of like hypothesizing as in which year in the future will we see the ah, FIFA yes. lose its its reign in the, in the yeah. top spot for best-selling uh yeah. games in the uk it'd be interesting to see really and yeah. in, in, in second place call of duty modern warfare it's it's no surprise there then we have mario kart 8 deluxe Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Red Dead Redemption 2, which I imagine is the PC version, FIFA 19, surprisingly, <laughs> which actually makes me think that maybe it's not just the PC version of Red Dead, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. I think that's the Crash Bandicoot racing game. Yeah, that's it. Is. Right. And I didn't play it, surprise, surprise. No. Really, uh, d- despite me loving, I'm, maybe I should check it out because I saw that when I was doing my research for the best games. And yeah, I was, I've really slept on it. I don't think I've even, I don't think I've even seen that one before. That's, that's, that's disappointing for me. Uh, yeah, at ninth, ninth and 10th, we have Grand Theft Auto 5. Still, still one of the top selling games, even in 2019. That's mad. Mental. That's actually mad. Yeah. And then we have uh, Tom Clancy's Division 2, which clinches 10, uh, 10th in the list. That, that actually surprises me because I just didn't know too many people playing that. I know Tom Clancy's and, and the Division. Obviously, he's had loads of games, but the yeah. Division was a big popular game. But it still surprised me. It made it the top 10, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think... The second one had much of a much of a boom. I want to say is mm. the first one, especially. I, I, the... I think it fell off quite quickly, from what I remember. Yeah. So yeah, like it was so... people like, oh, it's, it's going to be great, and then did a bunch of hype, and then it sort of went. Whew. Do you reckon? Yeah. Do you reckon there's any reason behind that other than it being possibly a bad game? I don't want to. I don't want. Is there? I don't know. Maybe, the impact of maybe other people games? just like. Maybe people were just like sick of it. Um. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it just didn't live up to the hype because that that's a thing. Um. And maybe just the alternatives were were better, you yeah, know, yeah, with COD, yeah. a, a big COD title coming out, you know, the remake, yeah. the relaunch of Modern Warfare, obviously FIFA blowing up as always, um, and Apex as well, and, and, and just Fortnite, you know. <laughs> I think every game yeah. suffered during Fortnite's ascendance. I think yeah, uh, yeah. in in the US, it's actually slightly higher. It's in seventh seventh in the, in the US. So that's, that's something at least. I'll just go yeah. quickly through the US just to uh, update you guys on that. Call of Duty is top there, which is not surprising too much. Then we have the you know the the, the sports games NBA two K twenty Madden NFL. Then we have Borderlands three, which I'm actually pretty happy about being up up there for the US. I'm surprised the UK hasn't seen that on its list. That's a, a massive game, one of my biggest games that was released this year for sure. Mortal Kombat 11's up there in fifth. Kingdom Hearts 3, another cracking game, and sixth. Then, like I said, the Division 2. Then Pokemon Sword and Shield, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and then Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So a bit of a uh, bit of variation there between the UK and the US. It's interesting to see that. Yeah, it's a good insight, I think. So moving on from me just listing a bunch of good games <laughs> this year, 
I'm interested in both of your top five list. This is the this is where it gets to. Gabriel, I'm gonna hand over to you first with your number five, and then we'll go to you, Billy. Cool. cool. Yeah, so bit of a disclaimer here because the first game on my list at number five is actually a game I've never owned. I have played it and so many of my friends play it and I just never got around to it, to be honest. And that is Apex Legends, which I don't think really needs much description or introduction. It's pretty, it's still still going, isn't oh, it? It's yeah. still going very it's, strong. It's sort of had a second wind, in my opinion. I, mm. I didn't hear too much about it for, for a while. And then I've had a few friends that I speak to online that began playing it again. So I don't know whether that's just in my circle that it's blown up, but I'm pretty sure it's it's sort of, it had this massive burst in popularity, then it died down again. And then I think it's sort of on the rise in terms of being that sort of household name. Now it's had a few years. Um, Definitely. I mean, I, I, I can speak on behalf of some of my work colleagues. They're, they're all over it. So yeah yeah good friend of mine uh pretty much only played uh apex for a solid eight months maybe uh and he, he was obsessed with it he absolutely loved it and i'm pretty sure he'd be down to play it again if if we ever or if the opportunity ever arised so yeah it's it's a great game i'm surprised you haven't played it though gabriel yeah it's never it's, it's, never bothered playing it even once or i've 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 played it on someone else's console as right. kind of like a, oh have you tried apex jump on see what it's like but yeah. i've never actually physically owned it and i think not owning a game just sort of automatically means you don't actually get to appreciate it properly do you know yeah, what i mean sure sure yeah that's understandable well, it's good that, uh, good that you've given it recognition as... It deserves as game it, it, you know. It, yeah, exactly. Right, Billy, number five. Yeah, so my number five, in, in keeping with long tradition, is a game that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in this case, it is Space Engineers, which I was actually really surprised it came out in 2019 because I was familiar with it from the, uh, the early access version, which came out well before. Please explain. Uh, please explain what Space Engineers is. So Space Engineers is a sandbox game. It's sort of like Minecraft in space. Um, space Minecraft. Sort of, yeah. Like you go around and you, you mine asteroids for metals and stuff, and there are enemies you can fight, but you can also sort of ignore them. But the main thing about it is that you build giant spaceships and you get to fly them around and like they run like spaceships. Um, totally. Yeah. They're, they're, they're really interesting. It's, it's a really interesting sort of... Uh, game and you can do you can do all sorts of things to set up worlds and stuff um and i think the the, the best like thing i experience i can give you of it is to go tell you to watch nerd cubes um let's play of it well it's not a let's play it's a permadeath because obviously you respawn normally because like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do a permadeath in it. one life sort of thing that's cool yes um but you, you can do all sorts of weird things but one of the things you can do is it's either a mod or a game mode called Armageddon, where every like five five minutes a bunch of meteors just rain, like try and hit you and kill you. Um, so so it, it it is just a really interesting sort of buildy create your own spaceships game, which I think is is really interesting. Um, Not like, like that. I'm, yeah. No. No, I I like I, I like the sound of it. That's the that's the thing. I've never heard of it myself, but you've definitely given off a good uh, Im- impression of it. That's for sure. It, uh, yeah, I, I picked it up in 2020, actually. I got a, a, a free copy off a, a friend. Do, do you so, know all the platforms that it's on? Is it just PC or...? I think it's it just on? Windows, even, it's Windows. because it is yeah. is a little studio thing. It's not like a, a, a big 
Oh, cool. You know, yeah. Everybody ever. Uh, so it's, it's got a lot of, yeah. yeah, it's got a lot of mods. It's, it's like, as far as I'm aware, it's still being updated and stuff. So it's, it's, it's really good. And oh, it's really interesting. Sick. And uh, I think it's quite cheap if memory serves. It's like 15 quid, which is not half bad for an, an, indie, an indie game like this. It's, it's yeah. really quite good. Well, there so, we yeah, are. Then. I, I recommend this. <laughs> yeah. If you're interested in space and mining and Minecraft in space, uh, yeah. go, go pick up this game. If, yeah. And you fly yeah. around big rockets uh, and have a good time. Yeah. Uh, it does use like proper space physics, though. So you, you have to be careful because it, it does, like, you have to put engines on every side of your spacecraft or it does not turn. Oh, I see. Yeah. No, uh, no fake gaming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit more realistic and stuff in Minecraft. So it does it doesn't look like blocks everywhere. Yeah, but uh, yeah, cool. it, it, it's really cool. Brilliant. Okay, Gabriel, number four. So my number four, and it's the first game I actually played in this series. Uh, it's F1 2019, which is wow. a bit of a weird shout for me because, as I say, I never really got into them. I think Forza kind of took its like cemented itself at the top of the list for racing games for me. But because my dad is literally obsessed in Formula One, and <laughs> I think a lot of my friends have progressively got more into it. I feel like, yeah, it just made sense to grab the game. And to be completely honest, it's it's a brilliant game. You know, the tracks are incredibly accurate. The graphics are brilliant. You can really set it up in a way that is not, you know, if you, if you don't want it to be too hardcore, as you know, it, you can set it up like that. And then if you want to have... Um, want to really go for it and you know um what am i trying to say here and pop the difficulty and pop the difficulty to a point where it's actually pretty much bang on realistic <laughs> like it's yeah. scary what you can do but yeah that it's a brilliant game and and, and I, well i recommend all the games in this series because if this one is anything to go by the ones that came after it are probably the same now i haven't played an f1 game before but i would imagine the fact that no, I'm not big. I'm not massively into F1 myself, but I, the, the fact that all the 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 cars used in in F1 are fairly similar, I'd imagine it's more based on the your ability to drive and corner and you know manage a race. Other than well, is that's that side of things is more important than the tuning and the the buying and editing styling of your car, like in Forza, for example. I think that's where the game really shines, well, where Formula One will really shine is the is that sort of competitive nature to it as F1 is competitive in itself. So it, it that's a bang on um point. And it's kind of for me a good analogy is the difference between like football manager versus like a FIFA career mode or right, or yeah. like it's it it brings that real tactical and and thoughtful element to it yeah. which i think a lot of people really like yeah i'd assumed i assumed that was the that was the case for this game so i wasn't too sure but definitely seems that way mm-hmm. cool billy number four number four so number four for me is baba is you uh not sure if, if you guys have heard of baba is you why is, baba that, is why does you? that ring a bell it rings um, a bell for yeah. me as well i don't know whether yeah. it's just because it's a really weird name that i'm sort of tricking myself into thinking i know it it, it, it is a game that was kind of big a bit when it came out. So there's a lot of YouTubes and stuff playing. So you might be familiar with it from then. Uh, Currently looking Baba at is right you now. is I'm going to describe it as a coding puzzle game. So you run around as a little thing called Baba. Uh, and there are a whole bunch of like texts that say things like 
wall is stop, Baba is you, flag is win. And the idea is to manipulate these bits of text so you can solve the puzzle on, on the screen and get to, to the win to, to finish the level. Uh, it is hard as nails. I am really, really rubbish at it. <laughs> but it is a really enjoyable little puzzle game because you could do really silly things by messing around with the words. So you can do things like go, there are now two Babas because you can say Baba is, uh, so you can do stuff like rock is Baba and therefore the rocks will all turn into Baba. Um, so it's sort of like a programmer's game. Yeah, that, know, that's, that's what I was saying. The, the, the... A- absolutely, yeah. Um, that's that's why I called it like a, a, a coding puzzle game. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Um, but it, it, it's really, really interesting. So I, I, I do recommend picking it up. It's not hugely expensive. Uh, but it, it's £11.39p on Steam I'm looking yeah. at right now. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Um, but it's got, got a whole bunch of levels. There was a, a, a free update in... November of thing of last year that was like yeah he has 150 levels that I didn't put in the actual game but I just have them um, and they, there's, you can do all sorts of like user created levels and stuff now as well so that's cool a lot of content have like it is it is a really good puzzle game as I say it is really really hard though I'm I'm rubbish at it so just be aware of that well if you if you're interested in that sort of decoding aspect and seeing what you can get off from that then this sounds like a perfect game for those sort of people interested in, uh, in in that sort of thing. I might have to check it out. I, I, I like the idea of it just to help. I think, does it have a lot of freedom into what you can sort of code into it or is it limited? Because I'm, I'm thinking it's, Scribblenaut sort of coding. No, it's it's, it's nowhere near as, as free as, as Scribblenaut. So because of the mechanic is that you have to have like something to say X is Y. Um, so like Baba is you, Rock is stop, that sort of thing. Yeah. And you can own, you can move those words, but you can't like write in words. I and see, a lot of the time, I obviously, see. yeah. And obviously time, a lot of time for puzzles sake, it will keep it. So you can't actually manipulate some of those statements. Uh, yeah. Just just so that you, you can't just go, I'm going to solve everything with total freedom, which is actually something of a problem I have with Scribble Knots. So it gives you too much freedom sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, you can discussion just, for another time, perhaps. Once you once you find the right thing to write into your uh, into your booklet, you can basically complete every level possible. <laughs> That's the yes. problem with the Scribble Knots. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Gabriel, moving on into the, uh, the podiums. Yeah. So bronze medal for me and probably the biggest disappointment that this is where it is in this list of this whole hitbox series so far (laughs) it's call of duty modern warfare so highly anticipated from the call of duty community you know modern warfare 2 one of my favorite games of all time modern warfare 3 similar story there the first modern warfare probably one of the first call of duties i ever actually got to properly play So this was just like, wow, my expectations were through the roof. And did it disappoint? Absolutely did for me. It just, it was, I mean, putting it, it's, it's, it's number three on this list purely because I'm comparing it to F1, which I basically picked up and played for the first time, Apex, which I never owned. (laughs) And so this puts into perspective, why did I think it was a disappointment? Just the whole gameplay style of Call of Duty was flipped on its head in this game. It became more campy. It became more realistic. It became kind of like it. They almost did the precursor to Warzone in this game before they did it. You know, and I don't get me wrong. I feel like a lot of people were probably really happy about that. You know, take it's kind of like COD moved closer to Battlefield, and if you're familiar with both of those 
first person shooters you'll kind of know what i mean they they put more emphasis on it being realistic and put less time and thought into creating a fast paced high energy uh first person shooter which i thought was what really brought me into cod so yeah it's a bit of a disappointment uh disappointing one but you know still still third in the list i'm sure there's a lot of people that play call of duty that agree with you on this one I do. I do think there's a lot of people that were were happy with it and the Definitely. way that it, uh, the way that it was released. And you know, obviously, when we talk about modern warfare now, we talk about Warzone, and I can tell you, there's millions and millions of people that still absolutely love that game and, and play it day in day out. So it's Literally. it's a testament to to the game itself. In, in my opinion, was the the best produced and designed call of duty like the the quality in terms of the the gunplay yep next level it it beat every single game before it in terms of in terms of the way the game looks in my opinion and, and how the gun how the gunplay went there's obviously it's it's hard to judge it in comparison to the older call of duties just because there's so much nostalgia with those games and it's mm. trying to get what we got from those games in new cards it's just so tri- tricky now i still do think it's not a bad call of duty though in my opinion mm-hmm. but obviously you putting it third place here for for 2019 is testament to you know the fact that it's still it's still a great game but just exactly just and, and your favorite that's all that's all uh, exactly and my uh housemate at uni who is really big call of duty player very good at the game this was probably his favorite call of duty ever do you know what i mean and he'd been through that whole path so it really was a dividing game but i was very firmly on the stubborn keep call of duty the same (laughs) side of the argument the older Um, older generation of call of duty players standing strong there yeah Mm. no that's cool that's cool i'm i'm happy that it's on the list at least yep billy bronze medal yeah, uh, uh, we've just been talking about it not that long ago, actually. It's Star Wars Jedi Fallen really? Order. Um, so Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is is Dark Souls, basically. It's Dark Souls with a difficulty slider and in space with lightsabers. It's really, really good. Um, it is it is fun. You get a, you run around as a Jedi. You get to go do all the Jedi things. You know, you you jump people. You have a double bladed lightsaber, which is excellent fun. Uh, to go and stab a bunch of stormtroopers with. <laughs> um, seriously, it's great. It is. There's a lot of exploration. You go back. It's it's almost like a, a Metroidvania in some ways because you go back and forth based on your abilities and you go and just find new areas, which is something I, I really enjoy doing. And there's a whole bunch of secrets. There's there's always more stuff to find. I've, I've not even finished two of the planets yet, um, and I've I've put some stupid amount of time into this game. Um, but yeah, it is it is a really fun game. It's got a really interesting story to it too, uh, which I won't spoil on the airwaves. It's just uh, Star Wars. That's the thing. It's also yeah, it's Star Wars. It's it, it's fantastic. Uh, I'm I'm really surprised, Gabriel, that you haven't played it because it seems like it like right up your alley. It's such a me game, and you do really you know what? I think to. it's you really it's, have to. Honestly. I know. It, I think it's more of an awareness piece. I think this is the first time <laughs> I've actually looked at it and gone, "Wait a minute, this exists." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's just out on console and stuff too, so you don't have any excuse, Gabriel. I know. I know. It's it's a, it's a sham, really. It's it's um, I'm I'm <laughs> holding my head in shame here, guys. Uh, Arguably yeah. better on console, in my opinion, because I well, 
I play it with a controller on PC. Yeah, I do too. No, do not play it with mouse and keyboard at all. It is yeah. absolute hell. Yeah. Uh, because there are about a million controls to remember if you try and do that. Honestly. Uh, no, uh, play, play it with the controller. Uh, and Proof you enjoy why consoles need to exist in society, everyone. <laughs> no, no, see, I can still play it on my PC. Yeah. I just need a controller. <laughs> exactly. You, you, you... Because it's better. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, you think that game will, you, you sit in your corner there and, and, and think that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, also, there is an adorable little uh, robot called BD1 because Star Wars means there's always an adorable little robot somewhere. It has to be. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Star Wars lore, new, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. If you're creating a whole new story in Star Wars, you have to have a cute robot. It's got to have lightsabers, it's got to have the force. You've got yeah, to have yeah. guns and stormtroopers and a cute robot, and then everyone's happy. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Brilliant. Uh, also, there's a really nice uh, laser bolt deflection mechanic that I'm I'm just in love with. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. Very hard, though, in my opinion. It, obviously, it's supposed to. be I play on the easiest difficulty because, as you know, I'm not a good gamer, so it is not that hard for me. Um, I can't remember what what one I'm on. I def- I know it's not the easiest, but it might be yeah. somewhere. I might have dropped it down once because I was just not getting. <laughs> anywhere yeah uh, through the game i was like god i'm, I'm doing this thing multiple times and i for some be, reason just be, can't get through it so to be fair there is you don't have to deflect laser bolts like properly so you can hold down the block button and it will block ev- pretty much everything that attacks you apart yeah. from a scant few attacks it's like the one of the mechanics tells you if they look like this you can't block the attack yeah it's red and glowing and, and <laughs> yeah stuff, and it's, a long it's very obvious up, basically yeah yeah um, but if, if you want to deflect laser bolts back to the source, or if you want to uh, parry and like open a, a, a hole in your opponent's guard, you have to parry at the right time yes. so you get back to those Dark Souls mechanics again. Yeah, it's very good. It is it's a fantastic game. <laughs> Gabriel, go back and play it. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> will, yeah. to be honest. Like, yeah. Is it, um, curiosity, is it an EA game? It is an EA game mm-hmm. because right. EA owns well, the license. Well, that's more embarrassing. I don't have it because I've got like the EA pass, and I could pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's it free. On, free. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is free on there, mate. Oh. I'm almost certain it is. It's embarrassing. Gosh, well, here we are. This is exactly why the hitbox is such an amazing thing because <laughs> I <laughs> find new games I can life. play. There we go. Right, number silver game. Number silver. Number <laughs> number two. <laughs> silver Nuts. medal. That's so, what I'm trying to say. There we go. Coming in at number silver. <laughs> is, it is FIFA 20, and yeah, probably FIFA, comes as no surprise, football. and it's very boring. Definitely not going to explain it anymore. But yeah, it actually this does deserve a bit of bit of bit of time because I think this is where FIFA actually started to up their game and realized that mm. people were complaining about content complaining about pay to win complaining about all this stuff so they really revolutionized the single player aspect of the game and made it so that if you do put in the hours on single player you can get a good team without spending all your money on fifa points and so that's why i think yeah it although it's it's a fifa game it's the same every year definitely need to take note of the fact that yeah it's it's they've really stepped up stepped up to the plate this year well that's good to know i don't think i played fifa beyond fifa 19 i'm pretty certain so Mm. this is beyond my realms of knowledge and understanding i think um so yeah it's uh it's good to see that um but they're stepping up the game in terms of actually producing good content that people want to see constantly so exactly Good stuff. 
do you do score goals in it then? That's the real question. <laughs> I think you do. I can't remember now though. Yeah, do you kick you know, you kick balls and everything like that? Yeah, sounds well, about I'm, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm well, glad that's the case. The, the, question, <laughs> the question I was asked this game is not is it possible to score is do you particularly you <laughs> score goals? <laughs> not the well, opponent. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, I've probably broken a few controllers uh, and that will summarise like w- how Ooh. this game probably went. So <laughs> well, I, I think I, I did score goals, but I 100% conceded a lot. So well, yeah. A good uh, balance is, is, you know, the game's balance at least. That's all that matters. True. <laughs> right, Billy, next one. Yeah, so my next one is Untitled Goose Game. Uh, and if anyone's going, that doesn't sound like a game. It's literally just called Untitled Goose Game. Uh, and the tagline is, it is a lovely day in a village and you are a horrible goose. Um, actually, award-winning. I think it won game of the year. Actually, yes. Of, yeah. It is an award-winning puzzle self-game, I think it got described as. Yeah. Um, and basically, you run around this lovely little village causing as much chaos and terror as possible as you check off lists on a, uh, like, tasks on a on a list. Um it's really interesting because you do do horrible, horrible things. Like the, the first level ends with you making a man hammer his thumb into a, a sign. <laughs> um, and there's a really fun, funny twist at the end, which I, I won't reveal because I do think you need to sort of experience that for yourself. Um, but right at the very end of the game, it's like, here's a secret thing about the goose that's been doing this the whole time. It's like, ah, <laughs> that's kind you, of hilarious. You realize something's going on. Something a bit yeah. sus in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's fantastic. You can pick up objects, you can honk at people, you can flap your wings, you can, in all ways, be a terrible, terrible goose. <laughs> Deserving um, of Game of the Year 2019. It <laughs> absolutely. This is another game, by the way, that you have to play with a controller because no, not yeah. <laughs> keyboard okay. mouse is just right. no. Yep. Yeah. It sounds very innovative, and maybe that's why it got the the game of the year. I mean, to me, it sounds almost like Goat Sim, but with a more focused narrative. I was about to say that. I thought it was Goat Simulator on steroids or or something similar to that. I mean, I think I think the thing about Goat Simulator is Goat Simulator Simulator is actually a game about uh, how how do I put this? It's a game about playing. It's, it's about like glitches and stuff that, rather than puzzling in the same way. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, messing I, about with us, messing about with that the sandbox world that you're in rather than actually having things. Yeah, but yeah. Whereas, whereas uh, I was about to say Goose Simulator, <laughs> Untitled <laughs> Goose Game is is about puzzling. It's really interesting. That's cool. Uh, and there's there's a million videos of it up on, on various bits of the internet, so you can go watch those if you want to get an idea about what it is before you uh, purchase it, if you are so interested. Brilliant. Right. Well, moving on to the, the, the number one positions. Number gold. Number, number gold. Exactly. Gabriel That's never Watson. going away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what have I done? What have I done? Yeah, so in, in the top spot for me, it's NBA 2K20. And if you've been listening to the hitbox previously, these games do always find a way of getting onto my list. But I must say, this is my favourite ever NBA 2K game. I put two days of playtime just to get this Kobe card on, on the My Team version of this game. And to, like, to put that into perspective, that's on top of just the general you know fodder that you do on my career and my team like 
I it was I think lockdown helped because <laughs> I had nothing else to do. But yeah, this game is was just it was amazing, and the thought that went into it, into the mighty mode, into everything, it was just amazing and very deserved of the top spot for this was, year. Was this the NBA that I played a bit, Gabriel? If you, if you I'm, remember, it I was I think because bit, yeah. yeah, I I feel like we jumped on really early on in in its life cycle, maybe I, a couple I, times. I, I thought it was right close to the end, but I could be completely wrong. Oh no, you are right. You are right. I'm 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 getting it mixed up with the many other times we've jumped <laughs> on. NBA. Yeah, that's all. But yeah, yeah, cool. Brilliant. Number one, that is Billy. Yeah, so my number one is Outer Wilds, uh, not Outer Worlds, because no. I know that came out the same year, which is slightly confusing, but it's it's Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds is an exploration game. It's a puzzle game, but it, it's an exploration game. You fly around in space and you explore all the mysteries of space and why you keep dying in a supernova, because that's the thing that happens every 22 minutes in this game. <laughs> um there, there's a time loop so there's a lot of puzzles that are like you have to go to this place before before this time but otherwise you're stuck or you have to go to it after a certain time because it like stuff gets revealed or hidden by uh, sure. the passage of time yeah um it is a really beautiful game and i can't say too much more about it because it is a game you need to play unspoiled it is so much better if you go into it blind that's absolutely um, fine uh, give them a bit of a a bit of like a a summary of what where do you start? Where you, you know? Can you can you explain so where you start and what you the first start is? on on timber half? You are a timber halfian because you're you're not a human. You're you're some form of four eyed alien. Um, I'm being literal. They have four eyes. Yeah. Um, and no gender, which is interesting. But you are part of the the outer wilds exploration program. That's their their space program, and you're just basically told, yeah, go out and explore the, the solar system and have fun. Um. And then you run into a magic statue that gives you time travel powers, sort of. And then the world ends because there's a supernova and everything dies in horrible explosion fire. <laughs> this is the game sort of a cosmic horror because there is there is no escaping. There, there is no victory where you... I, I, I will say there, there's no victory where you stop the supernova. You can't prevent the end of the world. It's mm. happening and there's nothing you can do about it. But it's sort of a, a story about what comes next, how you come to terms with that and what, what happens afterwards and also uh, it's a story about sort of the mysteries of of the past because there's a whole bunch of stuff left around the uh so system for you to find and I, I don't want to say too much more because again i don't want to spoil yeah. this game you have to play it blind yeah there we go. Well, that's a good explanation without any spoilers i've got to give you i've got to give you Definitely. that yeah i'm very interested in the story now cool it, it is it's it's got this lovely atmosphere to it i it is it is beautiful and i i do heartily recommend it uh, also recently got a DLC called Echoes of the Eye, which I've not played yet, um, but it is apparently even more cosmic horror-y. So, uh, <laughs> you know, opinions may vary on, on whether that's a good thing yeah. or not. We'll see, we'll see. Guys, fan, thank you so much. That is your your top five games of 2019. Very interesting. I'm, it's, I'm glad to see there's not a Call of Duty or FIFA in number one, Gabriel. That's uh, always <laughs> yeah. a good thing. They, are, they always appear on a list, but they're not, they're not number one this time, so... Instead, I filled it with an NBA game, which I was also yeah. always on my list. <laughs> well, we've got to expect at least one of them to be number one. Yeah, surely. True. Maybe, maybe the exceptional uh, Red Dead Redemption and, and, and what have you and, and the GTAs, but they're always up there, that's for sure. Yeah. Right. 
moving on to the final episode or final part of this episode even uh news roundup billy i'm gonna have to hand it over to you now gabriel started last time what two pieces of information do you have for me and anyone listening to this show so the first is something that's a little bit old because we didn't do an episode last week for various reasons. There was a yeah. illness among the, the staff, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, but uh, do you know the, uh, the, the the studio that does uh, Tomb Raider and Deus Ex and Thief and all that sort of stuff uh, is is like Crystal Dynamics and EDOS Montreal and Square Enix Montreal. Yeah. And they've all been sold. Uh, Square Enix have sold off all those properties for the shockingly low, at least to me, price of $300 million to uh, Embracer Group, who you might know as the people who own all of THQ's old stuff because they are the ones who purchased that uh, back in 2014. Um, Interesting. And so it's really weird because... Like we were talking about Tomb Raider recently, and I was playing Tomb Raider not that long ago, and it's like, huh, this series doesn't belong to the people who it's belonged to since like 2009 anymore. Because um, yeah, Edos got acquired by Montreal, uh, by Montreal, by uh, Square Enix way back, but they, they've sold off apparently to invest in NFTs and blockchain and AI and stuff, which I am interesting. Surprise, yeah. surprise. I am disapproving of, to put it mildly. Um, so I'm not not sure what Square Enix are doing, but they've they've sold off a very 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 famous property. Yeah, 300 million does well. Obviously, it's a lot of money, but when you're comparing with the the purchases, a bit low for like Tomb Raider, right? You you would think so? Uh, yeah, I mean, considering you you know the amount of money other games I mean, companies have sold for very recently, it's <laughs> um, Activision Blizzard, uh, yeah. but um. <laughs> I mean, it's even more surprising because, like, I, I think I read that as part of this, what I read that, like, the last two made game cost like 135 million to make. So either they lost a lot of money on this game, or like, they really just don't want this property to deal with anymore. So, Surely it's the last. It's, it's like, there's no. I think so, but I, I don't know. It's not like I have the uh, the stats of how much money did they make off it, but uh, only it, they will know, or some information may come to light very soon as to yeah. what goes on with with that. Yeah, so it's it's all that sort of stuff. Um, it's also a studio that made uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which came out fairly recently as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's a bit of interesting news. The other bit of news. Um, so if if you haven't heard yet, E3, the usual king of games expos for the world, basically, is not running this year. So I thought I'd give a rundown of a couple of things that are running this year that that we might have to to watch, guys. Very nice. Uh, which is nice. the, uh, yeah, uh, there's the Summer Games Fest, which is streaming. So <laughs> no expensive tickets, in case you're interested, um, on June 9th. So there's a lot of stuff there. There's going to be 2K, Activision are going to be there, Capcom, EA, Gearbox, every, everybody's there. Nice. Um, so there'll be lots of, you know, new game releases and all that sort of stuff. So go watch it. Um, I certainly will be, and 